1: Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hope everyone is enjoying a great weekend. We've got a jam-packed show for you today, and uh, we're going to kick it off with a, a couple of good friends of our show, and uh, Luke Wheel is with us, and uh, Luke is a friend of mine we met several years ago through the Denver chapter of the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. So Luke, first of all, I'll introduce you. How are you, sir?
2: I'm doing fine, Scott. How
1: are you? Hey, man, I'm doing great, and happy new year to you. And also, Will Marquardt is with us, and Will is with us quite a bit, and Will is the president of Davis Tent, and uh, Will's a great supporter of our show and a good partner for us. So, Will, thanks for being with us today. How are you?
2: I'm
3: great, Scott. Thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, you know, making this issue, uh, bringing this issue up and making sure it's in front of folks.
1: Absolutely. All right. So, um, Luke, tell you what, why don't you just take the floor for a minute and kind of go through some things here um we need some action on all of our part and uh want to just try to lay out you know really what the cause is what's going on and then try to lay out as simple as we can uh you know what our listeners need to do
2: yeah sure no problem um well scott as i've told you and and uh will i'm i'm uh my name is luke wheedle i've been involved with the denver mile high chapter of the rocky mountain elk foundation but i've also been involved in uh, commenting and trying to get sportsmen and sportswomen to comment at uh, at the commission level to our 11-member uh, Colorado Parks and Wildlife Commission, um, because these things are becoming increasingly more important for us as sportsmen to uh, kind of put ourselves in front of the commission, our concerns, our wishes, wants, and desires in front of the commission. Um, as you all know, Proposition 114 passed in Colorado, and Scott, I'll just talk for a while. If you if you uh, if I go off onto the weeds, bring me back.
1: No, to go ahead and, 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 and we will you interject any questions you yeah. have as he goes? So no, go ahead, Luke.
2: So one of the things we're uh, faced with in this state, obviously Proposition One Fourteen, which is the introduction of the gray wolf into the state, which was a ballot initiative, passed uh, in the state of Colorado. So unfortunately for sportsmen, that's uh, it was it was a letdown, but. Um, you know we have an opportunity here to be involved in the in the draft itself, maybe, and in the planning process, hopefully. But we have to do that through the commission. The commission, um, because of the ballot initiative being law now, uh, is charged with creating a plan and implement, well creating a plan by 2023. So uh, I believe that CPW has the current leadership team, uh, and even commission, uh, in, in, with most of the commission members, to uh, to, to execute a uh, an appropriate plan with uh, respect to sound wildlife management uh and um but it's up it's up to us to kind of ask for a seat at the table to let the commission know that we care about uh the north american model of conservation to let the commission know that we care about um our hunting and fishing dollars and uh it's going to be very important that we're involved from this from the very beginning especially the timeline and the funding part of this Uh, because proposition 114 passed scott and will by less than two percent statewide Mm -hmm. um there were some misleading polls in the state unfortunately some of them from csu are public institutions uh which suggested otherwise suggested this thing would be um would be a landslide you know had 70 actually said including in rural colorado said it had up to 84 percent i believe approval ratings which was just false um less than two percent this past and so while we as sportsmen we do have to respect that it's law i mean this was the will of the voters and whether we like it or not but we do have to point out the sensitivities uh which are involved in it which is you know not only did this pass by less than two percent scott but rural counties did not want it we have i think 64 counties in this state and this thing passed because of eight counties um So it's a reality that we're faced with, but we have to let the commission know that we need to take our time with this wolf plan to include all the stakeholders. We also have to let them know that the money is not supposed to come from us, our hunting and fishing dollars It's supposed to come from the Colorado state legislature. And so the problem here is the sportsmen have cash. Why do we have cash? Well, because of our license fees and uh, which are matched by federal dollars. Um, and they're going to be eyeing that cash, I would suspect. And so we have to constantly police that and preach the North American model of conservation, which has successfully conserved wildlife in this state to the envy, well, in this state and in this country, to the envy, which is the envy of the entire world. Nobody else has wildlife hey, because of us. Yeah, Will, go ahead. Hey, Luke. Uh could yes, you sir. put a
3: little meat on the bone? You've mentioned the North American conservation model a couple of times. Can we make sure that everybody understands what you're talking about?
2: Sure. The North American model of conservation is something we've, we've had around for over a century. And essentially what it is, with its seven tenets, I believe, we, uh, essentially what it is is a model which has wildlife um, funded by hunting and fishing. Um, Early on in the 20th century, we had a situation where we, through commercial hunting, uh, we had pretty much decimated a lot of our wildlife. And the sportsmen realized the destruction that had happened on the landscape and started to kind of tax ourselves, not kind of, we did. And so now what we have is a structure in place which directly funds wildlife through not only our hunting licenses, but also federal taxes. Like from uh, Pittman Robertson or Dingle Johnson, which uh, where we've taxed ourselves to then fund wildlife onto the uh, you know and, and and wildlife habitat. So if you ever not only do you uh, when you buy a hunting license for instance from CPW, that license is matched by federal dollars. Uh, in addition to that, when you buy guns or ammos or bows or all sorts of hunting equipment and fishing equipment now too. Uh, there's a tax on that, which then goes back into wildlife and wildlife habitat. That's mm-hmm. the North American model of conservation. Um, it essentially moved us out of an era where we were commercial hunting. Um, and uh, it's it's been the most effective, I would argue, um, I'm no real expert, but effective uh, wildlife management system and mechanism on earth, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so in essence, you know, one could say that one of the reasons we have all of this wildlife is because of hunting and fishing and trapping, you know, so, and those dollars, go ahead. I
3: was just going to say, you know, if I could follow up on that. So just to make sure that I'm putting dot a to dot B. So you mentioned your concern about the money is supposed to come from the state legislature, you know, with what you just outlined, what happens if it doesn't
2: well you know this is just something it's a hypothetical you know but I think it's it's something that we need to understand uh, we do need to watch our sportsmen's dollars our hunting and fishing dollars because what happens is you know the estimated cost of the wolf right now there's there's no it's an that's unfa- unfound it's, excuse me it's unfunded there's, no, there's nothing – the legislature has not appropriated, appropriated any money towards uh, this, this Proposition 114 and its implementation. Now, that will all be drafted and figured out, and I, I'm no expert at this, but I know that the easiest target for, um, for the proponents of, of uh, 114 – you know, and like I said, it's law and we need to recognize that. But but I think an easy target would be wildlife cash. Wildlife cash should not be used to fund wolf introduction because that's not what the ballot initiative said. Um, and if, in fact, the commission tries to deviate from that uh, in any form or the legislature, we need to, as sportsmen, be, re- be ready to attack that um, and do it respectfully. But it's not something that is appropriate and it's and it's absolutely unacceptable. Um, our wildlife dollars go to good use in many, many ways, and um, you know whether it's through the reintroduction of or the introduction of a moose in this state, or or a, a, one of many success stories. Our wildlife dollars do good work, but it's directly tied and correlated to hunting, fishing, and trapping. Right. I don't know if that answered the question, but I, I mean, yeah, yeah. All um, I'm trying to say is something we need to continually watch. Will and Scott, not only that, but the timeline, um, you know, we need to really encourage the commission to take a step back. You've got a few years to do this, two years to do this or whatever it is. Let's take the full timeline and let's try to understand the rural urban tensions, the, the social, the political, the, um, you, you know, the, the, this this could be a social disaster if it's not done the right way, right? Uh, and if this is shoved down our throats, not just us, but agriculture in rural Colorado, who did not want this? Mm-hmm. You know, and um, you know, it's our system. It's it's not a perfect system. Our democracy is not a democratic republic is not perfect, but it's what you know, it's what we what what we have, and it's probably the best there is. And so, you know, as sportsmen, we have to respectfully acknowledge the results of Proposition One Fourteen. But it doesn't mean, but, but we also have to hold it uh, and, and, and hold the commission to the letter of the law and make sure they do this right.
1: Right. Now, Luke, you, you, know, you sent us an email, and we've got this, and then we've got uh, commissioner emails uh, that we can copy and paste. Are you saying that uh, it would be helpful for us to write each one of these commissioners, or is it good enough to write one and then they share it? I mean, what do we need to do?
2: There's a, a few things you could do, Scott. I would BCC everybody on there, or CC, okay. um, including the director uh, and the executive director of, of, of uh, Department of Natural, Re- of uh, DNR, which is who is Dan Gibbs. And so all of those people on that email should be hearing from sportsmen. And it shouldn't be anything nasty. I mean, sure. we need to really make sure we, we paint a really good picture of, of who we are, because that is who we are, you right. know, collectively. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and we need to do that respectfully. So but we need to we need to we need to flood them with emails of essentially support, because, listen, every day they're getting hundreds, if not thousands of emails from all sorts of animal rights activists, HSUS, Wild Earth Guardians, you you name it. There are groups out there who don't understand us and who think that the North American model of conservation is actually built on and sustained by blood money and i'll say this
1: Um, that these groups are not lazy uh they are very active they are well funded they are well organized and they're not shy man
2: (laughs) no no they've got it they've got it they're dialed in Mm -hmm. and they're very effective and they're very organized and they're coordinated and um unfortunately it's it's you know it some of these groups are unwilling to try and understand us and our way of life and, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because I think on some level, we probably both care about wildlife and just in very different ways. Um, it, it's, 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 unfortunate, you know, the, the, yeah, I could say a lot about All that, right. but just, just, just what your listeners need to be aware of is that we have got to be putting some emails and some communication as sportsmen and sportswomen in front of these commissioners, because if we don't, they, they won't, I mean, next year, Scott, if there are two more appointments to the commission, which will replace two of our current commissioners, we won't have really much representation of big game hunters on the commission itself. Um, we might have one, maybe two, but that would be it. And, um, you know, we, we, have a, we have a situation here where the governor can choose anybody he wants. Uh, and, and he has that right, and he should. Um, but we as sportsmen and women have got to monitor that and say, hey, we're here as sportsmen, and here's what we're about. Our message is one of conservation and one of um, the success of the North American model. But we have, to, we have to get out there and respectfully wave that flag and, and let people know, you know
4: sure. uh, that we
2: have potentially the greatest connection to wildlife that there is. Anyway, Scott, what I would like your listeners to do, and then I'll be quiet.
1: No, is, no, no, you're good.
2: Number one, so I would say email all of those folks. But what you could do is go on CPW's website. And at about us, you could go to commission, and there's a link there that would allow you to link that would allow you to email the commission. Okay. And I would I would just ask your listeners to um, to email the Parks and Wildlife Commission with respect to Proposition 114 and its implementation. And all a sportsman or sportswoman would have to do is say, we, you know, I'm a sportsman our hunting dollars i would i would focus on two components one the timeline make the timeline you know don't rush it make right. it a comprehensive process and robust give this give this give the process a chance cuz that's important and then number 2 the funding component our wildlife cash or our wildlife dollars our hunting fishing and trapping dollars should not be used for this this plan this introduction of wolves Um, the money needs to come from the state legislature that's what the ballot initiative said and that's what the Commission needs to know that we're policing and that we're watching those two things are important
1: so just go to cpw.state.co.us and then you're saying go to the about us tab it's it's very easy to follow from that point of how to email them
2: very easy to follow at the main page like you said cpw cpw cpw.state.co.us and about us tab you click that and you go to commission and it'll say meetings and members underneath members you can find all of their email addresses or a general email box to um the, the the wildlife the parks and wildlife commission Okay. So you can find that right there on the website. Super and, easy.
1: And like you say, yes, this sir. this is crucial to me. Be respectful. Be thoughtful. Craft an email in your own words, you know, which, um, like I say, includes some of the suggestions that you did there. But, you know, it doesn't help just to, you know, blow off and be like some kind of hothead or something because they, they don't take that serious.
2: <laughs> no, no, it won't. it won't do us any favors
1: so right right so will how do we do it you know, and man i wish we had more time but hey i guess i'll ask both of you guys just will i guess i'll let you answer first i mean how do we do a better job in moving forward you know as sportsmen and outdoorsmen and for conservation and all and then and, and getting some of these um you know there's a lot of great groups out there and we've talked about this a lot of times will you and i but how do we get more of a concerted joint effort where it's not you know 10 different groups trying to do the same thing but then going about it may be different ways. How can we be better?
3: Yeah, that's, that's one of the things that concerns me is, you know, that, you know, if, if our hunting community uh, turns more into a group of special interest hunting groups, and we all want generally the same thing, but, but all try to go about it on a disparate basis, are we really going to be as effective? Is our voice uh, going to be as big? And so, you know, I I think that's something that that we have to be, you know, looking at, you know, from a leadership standpoint uh, in the, in in the greater wildlife community. I mean, certainly led by amazing organizations like Rocky Mountain Health Foundation. Uh, You know, how can we really, you know, respect and work with those people that might not be, Directly part of the organization, or might have you know other sub interests, and uh, you know get them together and move it in the same direction. I can't help you know along with this, Scott, to think about the 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 power in all those people that love wildlife for all the non-hunting reasons to love wildlife, especially you know there's everybody loves seeing elk and moose and deer. Sure and. It seems like those same people have the same interest as us when it comes to this
5: wolf issue. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, they want the ability to enjoy the outdoors, and, or the outdoors and the visual interest and fun and excitement, and exhilaration of seeing that bull moose uh, or the cows and the calves together. And you know, these wolves threaten that. Whole opportunity is these big undulates have to go deeper into the forest to be protected, and so well, I would just like, you know, the, the the bigger we can make this tent, I think the better we all are.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Luke, a uh, couple minutes left here, but any, any other closing comments, sir?
2: I would just say I, I definitely agree with Will, and one one last thing I'd like to say is that all these organizations that do such great work in their own corners whether it's nwtf you know turkey pheasants forever quail forever elk deer mdf rmef you know safari club international we all do wonderful work uh conservation work fundraising etc but i think it's time and this may be the moment where we all come out of our corners join together at least on some issues you Mm -hmm, know mm -hmm. um and say let's hold hands together and stand united in sound wildlife management and let's be proud about you know the success story which is the north american model of conservation and our connection to wildlife as conservationists so it's time and uh, i think going into the future we should do a little little you know a little segment on different issues even if it's just a couple minutes and sure have different groups represent that so yep. let's you and i share some ideas will and scott and um Maybe we could put something together because we have so much in common.
4: Whether no, bow absolutely. Big
2: game hunters, small game hunters, fishermen, trappers. So,
1: absolutely. Now, I'm excited about this. We need to get this action pretty quick here. So, we're asking you to please take a few minutes this weekend, sit down, craft some emails here. These need to be sent by Tuesday, January the 12th at the latest. So, once again, go to cpw.state.co.us, click on About Us, then you can click on the commission there. And as Luke said, that will give you a list of who you need to email. And uh, if you've got any questions at all, shoot me an email, Scott at sportsmanofcolorado dot com. Uh, I'll get in touch with you and help walk you through this. And if you need some of the email addresses or you have a hard time finding them, let us know, and we'll put it on our Facebook page as well, uh, Sportsman of Colorado Radio, so to try to help everybody out. So. Um, Luke, as always, man, thanks for uh, bringing this up for us. And, Will, thank you and Davis Tent. And, man, you guys have done a a ton over the years and continue to do so to help out with, uh, you know, great organizations like Rocky Mountain Elk and a lot of other folks that uh, Davis Tent has done well for. So we appreciate your help and support.
2: You bet, Scott.
1: Thanks. All right.
2: Thanks, guys. And and thanks, Davis Tent, for always being there for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, Luke, thank you very much. Uh, Will? easy thing to do. All right. Good deal, fellas. Well, we appreciate it. And we'll be in touch soon. And uh, man, we'll try to carry this torch onward and forward. So we appreciate your time. You're listening to Sportsman Colorado. We got to take a short break and we'll be back with more right after this. Is your vision stopping you from enjoying your outdoor activities? Hi, this is Scott Watley for Stack Optical. Get by Stack Optical today and check out the Stack Sports Pack. One great frame where you can easily interchange the lenses to the tent you need for golf, bike riding, shooting, fishing, and yes, even driving. Stack Optical, family-owned and operated. They're fully staffed and ready to help you with all of your optical needs from eye exams, glasses, contacts, and yes, even repairs. And rest assured, Stack Optical has taken every precaution to ensure your safety and that you have a clean environment. 2233 South Monaco Parkway. 303-321-1578. 303-321-1578. Call them now. 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. And remember, at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference.
4: Kevin Flesh of Flesh and Beck Law will handle your personal injury case so you can focus on healing. There's a lot of complexity with insurance companies, and you shouldn't need to worry about those details. KLZ's personal injury attorney, Kevin Flesh, won't even begin walking you through the liability until you've seen a good doctor. Not only does he want you to receive quality medical treatment, but Kevin Flesh also knows you'll benefit financially from treating your injuries right away. He's seen people delay their medical treatment because they're worried about the cost, but your insurance company needs proof that you received treatment. Otherwise, they may try to question the validity of your injuries. Once you make that first free phone call to Flesh and Beck Law at 303-806-8886, go ahead and get all of the medical care you need. After you start to feel better, only then will Kevin Flesh help you through the legal process. Call now for a free consultation. 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law, they get results.
1: Hi, this is Scott Watley from my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center and not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs, from preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K-9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need.
0: Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to friend that we had on uh, last year, actually, and then, of course, a lot of things hit and uh, a lot of our schedules got messed up with different shows and all that, but we are thrilled to welcome Steve Limonoff back with us. He is the Director of Marketing for ATN, American Technologies, and you can check out their website, atncorp.com. Steve, good to have you back on Sportsman of Colorado. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, Scott. Thanks so much for having me on the program again. Hey, man, it. it is great, and I tell you, Wow. Who could have ever thought what we've been through these last 12 months? Man, crazy year.
6: (laughs) Crazy year. And I'm thinking it's going to be another crazy year in 2021 with the latest that's happened recently in the Capitol and and in Georgia with the senators. It's for our industry, for people that love the outdoors, hunting, shooting, uh, it's going to be a very interesting year. It's. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I'm not going to hold my breath. <laughs> I
1: know, man. I know. Well, hey, it's at least fun to talk about this because I tell you, I finally, and, and it was my fault, not yours, because you guys, uh, boy, I finally was able to get out on a hog hunt here and um, use the uh, your product and the, the Thor 4, I believe it was called. And I'm telling you, and as I told you before, I'd never done any kind of thermal hunting, night hunting, whatever, with hogs or anything. And I'm telling you, you want to talk about... An unbelievable new experience that I'm hooked on it after just one time. But I tell you what made it was your scope, man. I'm telling you, it was amazing
6: i appreciate that and, uh, thank you for sharing those images with us uh after the hunt we actually shared them on our social media uh, facebook page also okay great. and uh, give you a shout out there as well so i'm glad you enjoyed uh, your hunt and i'm glad you enjoyed the scope and it is definitely a game changer hunting at night when it's completely dark out there you can't see you know a foot in front of you no. and you bring <laughs> up a thermal scope to your face and you could see everything like it was daytime Uh, I've had that experience many, many times. I love it. Um, I, unfortunately last year, I haven't had an opportunity to go hunting. I usually go to Louisiana or Texas. Right. But, um, this year I'm having my calendar marked and I'm going to try to do my best to get out, uh, and put some hogs on the ground.
1: Well, sure. Hey, I'll have to to take you out to our place there with Lone Star Hunt sometime. So yeah, let me know. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Terrific. That would be great. Appreciate that. So, you know, this hey, just like everything in with the uh, firearm industry, it's a competitive field out there. And a, a lot of people have a lot of great products and different things they brag about. But what, what are just some of the things that you think uh, sets uh, ATN and your technology apart?
6: Well, I I see us as the innovator in the market. You know, we typically come out with new and exciting products before any of our competitors do, Mm -hmm. predominantly. We incorporate new technologies, new sensors, uh, new capabilities. You know, we have the industry's leading battery life in our products. We have a slew of products, you know, it's like Ben and Jerry's 31 flavors. We have <laughs> uh, a, f- a form factor and uh, a product for every kind of need out there in a shooting, hunting, outdoors uh, environment from monoculars, binoculars, both in uh, digital day night and thermal to dedicated weapon sites which are also either thermal or digital night vision both day and night or you know you name it we have it you know uh, I encourage your listeners to go to our website and take a look we have a very rich robust uh, assortment of products available.
1: Yeah no absolutely and you know compliments on the website too because I mean it is something easy to, to follow and, and read about each each item and all and you know and I and What I really enjoyed about it, I am not a super technical guy, but it didn't take much just to kind of read a little bit and just kind of follow the basic instructions uh, to get all this stuff working, get the app on the phone, all of that, Uh, and that was one thing that I really appreciated. You don't have to be a a rocket scientist to figure this stuff out either.
6: Absolutely. We have a dedicated section uh, for support on our website where people can take a look at how-to videos, step-by-step instructions somebody showing you exactly how to set uh, your products up, what to do to have a great experience out in the field.
1: All right. Once again, Steve Limanoff is with us. He's the Director of Marketing for ATN, American Technologies, atncorp.com. And um, now when you talk about, let's just kind of break down, of course, your rifle scopes or uh, kind of give us just kind of a walk through maybe your, your top two or three scopes there and then kind of what they do and what's available in them and as far as the, um, what, they, what they offer.
6: Absolutely. Well, um, I'm not sure if you've seen, we've uh, recently introduced a new uh, day-night scope, which is uh, kind of a budget-friendly scope to get people into the sport of night hunting, predator hunting, uh, the Excite LTV. Mm-hmm. It's a smaller, slimmer version of our very popular Xite 4K Pro, which is a full-fledged feature product where we have, you know, video record, we call activated video, we have the Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, ballistic calculator, you name it, you know, that product can do it plus an incredible battery life of uh, 18 plus hours right. the excite LTV is uh, uh, you know s- much smaller in the form factor still mounts uh, to virtually any platform with 30 millimeter rings but um, we've, we've uh, dumbed it down a little bit because you know we do listen to uh, the marketplace we do listen to our customers and you know our customers were telling us that you know I want something simple I want something to mount, zero, and go shoot and hunt basically. And that's what exactly what we did with uh, X8 LTV. It's a, it's a easier platform to use. You have the one shot zero, and you have video record, and you have the day-night capability in that product. And that's it uh, pretty much. And the performance is incredible. We use a brand new QHD plus uh, 2K sensor in there. It gives you great performance during the daytime and incredible performance during the nighttime. You know, you can see, you know, three, four hundred yards easy with that scope, even with a stock IR because um, that sensor is optimized for a nighttime uh, performance. Now, going to the our flagships, right, the scope that you were using, the 4-4 thermal weapon sight, right? That scope is incredible. No. You now we you have it in a, in a multitude of sensors and lenses. Uh, to fit the needs, you know, if you're shooting long range or if you don't have the area to shoot long range if your shots are within 100, 200, 300 yards, you know, we have variety of options there, but all those store 4s have the same capabilities, same features, like onboard video recording to a micro SD card, which you could remove, or you could download your Im- your images or video to the Obsidian 4 app on your phone, and you could share those images uh, and videos on social media, send them to your friends, brag about your latest hunt or trophy that you got. You know, we have um, the recall-activated video as well on there, We have the Wi-Fi Bluetooth capability where you can attach our uh, Able, ABL, which is our Auxiliary Ballistic Laser Attachment, which connects to the scope via Bluetooth. If you have, let's say, a ballistic profile set up in the scope for the caliber you're shooting, basically, you range with the Able, it transmits the information to your scope instantaneously adjusting your POI instantaneous to the range of the target. So you don't have to have holdover. You could just engage the target right away without even having to think, you know, is it like three or four hash marks on my BDC reticle or whatnot? And also, I must mention, our scopes have a ton of reticles and color options. So mm-hmm. let's say you have a difficulty seeing red or green. We have, you know, blue option or gray option or some other colors. Uh, you know, I think it's about seven different colors we offer right. that you could choose uh, uh, in, in seven different reticles you could choose in the scope itself. We'll ha- we also have a smart mill dot reticle which you could select in that scope where yeah, you, uh, you could set the mills distance between mills in your reticle, and it's dynamic. So when you zoom, the hash marks adjust to the magnification. So you are always true to those uh, mill dot uh, specifications. So we have a ton of stuff we offer in our products, and you know I'm very proud to to work for this company and you know to be able to you know offer this to the shooting community at large.
1: Sure, absolutely. Now, when you get into the monocular and the binocular, how, how would you say, you know, when somebody's trying to figure out, hey, what do I need? I mean, what are some of the questions you may ask him of how they're using it to figure out if they want, need the binocular or the binoculars?
6: Well, um, you know, some people like to use a binocular because use, they like to see the full, the full field of view with both eyes. Right. Uh, binoculars are, you know, because they're a little larger than a binocular per se, so they'll be a little bit, uh, the weight will be a factor. Uh, so if, if weight is not really a factor, binoculars are the really a way, a way to go, but monoculars are great because, you know, you can, if you're sitting at a stand and you have your gun on a, on a tripod and mm-hmm. you don't want to kind of swing the gun back and forth, if you don't have a tripod, it gets heavy, you know, after sure. a while, bringing up a, a thermal monocular is a great way to scan the field, you know, see where that target is and then bring up your rifle with the scope and engage the target. Yeah. So, again... There's a lot of uses uh, for monoculars. Also, a great use that most people don't even think about or mention is search and rescue. Let's say somebody's lost in the woods. A thermal monocular is a great tool that you could use to see through light foliage. If there's fog, you know, white fog, thermal can see through that, and you can pick up that target, uh, the person maybe that's lost uh, that you're trying to find in the woods. Like uh, For search and rescue, let's say, again, somebody missing or whatever sure so yeah there's many many applications you could even do some uh thermal auditing of your uh house you know if you see where heat is leaking um especially during the winter times you could see where which windows are leaking or doors so you could you know uh weatherproof your house to save money Hmm. so there's so many applications for thermal out there and you know hunting is just one part of it
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. Well, I'm telling you, I could not have been more impressed with your product. And, you know, I'd I'd read a lot about a lot of different companies and all. And then, you know, uh, I just happened to really like the way yours looked and, of course, got in touch with you. And, um, and so, man, just, it just opens up a whole new world because when all you've done is just traditional day hunting. Yeah, no, I didn't even know know what to expect, really. And like you say, walking across a field, pitch dark, you cannot see your hand in front of your face. And then to raise that up, and all of a sudden, you know, there are 60 pigs over here, and there's deer over here, and there's a cow over here. I mean, you just don't even realize what's going on out there in the dark.
6: (laughs) Absolutely, because, you know, a lot of animals are shy because of all the human activity. So if you tell you you're deer hunting, you know, you might see a buck once in a while if you're lucky, especially if you're hunting public land. Sure. If you're fortunate to have your own lease, you know, it's a different story. But, uh, the world of night hunting is so rich with not just traditional, you know, deer or which you can't hunt deer at night. I'm not saying you, you should do that, right, but right. you can scout, you can see sure. where they are, where they bed, you can, you know, make out a plan. So when, you know, season is, uh, you know, deer season comes about, you can, you know, go hunting during the legal day hours. But, you know, predator hunting is, uh, becoming very large, very big uh, right now in the stream sports community. Uh, coyote hunting, bobcat, uh, feral hogs, especially in the south, like uh, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, right. you know, all these southern states, even the, uh, some of the northerner states like um, Nebraska, Missouri, you know, the hogs, the feral hogs are migrating and moving up north as well. So there's a lot of opportunity to do hunting where, you know, you would – Basically, wait for that season with the turkey or deer—you know, big game or traditional hunting per se. But now, your uh, the world is opened up to you. You can now go hunting—you know, wee hours of the night—and you know have uh, vast opportunities in, in in predator hunting.
1: Absolutely. Well, Steve, we appreciate it, man, and uh, hey, we're going to have you on at least once a month with us just to talk about all the different things that you offer and to go through your product line and just get more people familiar with your your brand and your name because, uh, hey, I'll just say, uh, and I guess being very transparent, I haven't used any other, but I'm just telling you what I experienced with ATN and your product and the ease of working it and just the quality of it, uh, I mean, I am 1,000% satisfied. So. Uh, I know I follow a lot of things on Facebook. A lot of people looking, hey, what's the best thing out there? I'm telling you, um, my opinion, check out atncorp.com. Go through all the different lineup that they have. And if you've got questions, get with us, and we'll get you hooked up with Steve and um, get those questions answered for you. But I'm telling you, this is a top-of-the-line product, and I believe will serve your purpose very, very well out in the field. So, Steve, man, I appreciate it. And I'm serious, man. I'll We'll hook up, and we'll take you down there to Texas on that hog hunt if you'd like.
6: <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Scott. I really appreciate you having on the show and for the invitation. Really appreciate it.
1: All right. That's Steve Limanoff, Director of Marketing, ATN, America Technologies, ATNCorp.com. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. We've got to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Scott Watley once again to talk about one of my favorite stores, the Outdoorsman's Attic. If you're looking for great deals on your outdoor gear, head on over to the Outdoorsman's Attic. From waterfowl gear, decoys, ice fishing, to big game hunting, they've got you covered. If you've got some gear you just don't use anymore, take it over to the attic and they will sell it for you. They've also got guns and ammo. If your firearm needs a little work, see Scott the Gunsmith and let him know you heard about him here on Sportsman of Colorado. Hunting, fishing, and camping gear at tremendous savings, all at the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hamden stop paying retail and get to the outdoorsman's attic hi jack corgan for len lyle chevrolet len lyle chevrolet is open and safe it's truck month and they have the best deals of the year on all trucks and suvs like up to ten thousand off on half-ton silverados or come check out the all-new Tahoes and suburbans for 2021 len lyle has been there for 35 years and low overhead really does mean low prices Check them out on the web, lindlisleschevy.com. Go
0: east and pay the least. Chevy, find new roads.
1: This is Scott Watley for my friends at Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is proud to announce their new 10,000 square foot facility is now open in Berthard, Colorado, located at 504 North 2nd Street. With this expansion, Phoenix Weaponry offers a new retail area and expanded gunsmithing in Duracoat and Cerakote areas. Family-owned and operated, Phoenix Weaponry offers the finest in competition, hunting, and long-range precision firearms. Also, suppressors from 22 long rifle to 50 caliber for rifles, pistols, and shotguns. Phoenix Weaponry also offers gunsmithing services and restoration repairs from antique to modern firearms, building your firearm dreams into reality. That's Phoenix Weaponry. Call them now, 720-340-2496 or visit them at phoenixweaponry.com.
0: Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560.
1: Welcome back to Sportsman Colorado. Again, if you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley. We are glad you are with us. Just a reminder now, our live show, of course, here on Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. And if you can't catch all of that or miss it, you can catch us twice on Sundays. And that is from 8 to 9 a.m. Or once again in the evening from 7 to 8 p.m. Right here on KLZ 560. We're going to go phones real quick. Head down to Texas. Our good friend Alan Schaffner, Lone Star Hunts, and uh, I was talking with Alan last night, and uh, had a very unusual opening. And I said, "Hey, come on the show and talk about it." I know some guys that want to go. So, Alan, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. Hey, Scott, just a little side note right here.
5: We went out with our ATM scope last night, and I mean, we, like you, like you were just talking about, we just run across the pigs and and had a good even hunt last night just i mean that, that's a great scope
1: man i'm so, telling you one, I, I, a good I, right there. yeah and you know I, I don't know if you had ever really done much of this before you know in your hunting career but i i had not until coming down there with you and uh i'm telling you it's a whole new world a whole new dynamic when you're out there night hunting you can't see your hand in front of your face then all of a sudden you put that scope up and there's wildlife everywhere it's so cool. <laughs>
5: I followed a group around that was doing some uh, night hunting a couple weeks ago, and uh, I didn't have a scope or monocular or anything like that. And, uh, it, I, you know, I didn't. it was boring for me because I couldn't see anything. So I told them, I'm going back to the house. They were out there shooting pigs left and right, coyotes, and, and I said, I'm going back to the house. I can't see anything. I said, All I'm doing is taking it back in my truck. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that opens up a whole new world. So,
1: Man, it uh, does. Yeah, and I
5: appreciate you having me back on the show today. And, and we do have a couple of unusual things happen. we got an opening coming up here in just a couple of weekends.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, uh, January, tell us what you January got. The,
5: January the 25th, 21st through the 25th, we've had a cancellation, and that's unusual.
1: It is. Um, you
5: know, to have a date uh, open just, you know, this time of the year, because everybody wants to come down home, honey because, uh, you know, most other hunting seeds are open with. Mm-hmm. So now we'll you know, wake up January 1st, now what we're going to do. Exactly. And uh, so I've had a cancellation. It would be two of those days in, in that group of days. So All right. from the 21st, not the 21st, 22nd, or, you know, two days out of that group All uh, right. consecutive.
1: And then uh, was, you know, just, was there one other date you thought you had, or you, you weren't sure on that one?
5: Yeah, and this is a date that we kind of saved back a little bit and uh, would not pushing it very hard because of the ISE show. Because when we come up there, you know, back this weekend, we would have been there. Sure. Uh, you know, it's nice to have a few dates available to, uh, you know, offer our, if somebody come up. So the February the 21st to the March the 1st, two days in that group, uh, we have available. Also, we do have, you know, dates available during the week. Uh, most of the time, most our hunts are on the weekend, but we can slide a hunt in, you know, midweek if we need to. If somebody's got flexible, you know, schedule and want we'll to come do that, so right. we can do that also. I mean, and then doing the thermal hunts that just has opened up a new world for
1: us. Absolutely, and folks, I'm telling you, you've heard of Alan on the show for years, and you've heard us talk about it. I'll get you all the references you need uh, if needed. But I'm telling you, this is a First class hunt is absolutely one of our favorite hunts of the year. And we try to make it twice a year if we can. But I hope you'll give Alan a call. If you are looking for a great, great, great hog hunt, call Alan now. I'm telling you, these openings do not come up. Like I say, the one here, uh, end of February and heading into March. Yeah, he saves that a little bit for the ISC show. Uh, try to get some folks in. But this other one, you know, there's still some things hanging around with COVID and everything. So cancellations do not happen and you can never get there really in January, February, March. Alan is booked. But now's your time. All you got to do is call Alan. First caller gets it. Nine four zero six three six one nine nine zero, and you can check them out at LoneStarHunts.com. And uh, again, one, I, there's nothing I can say to endorse them anymore. Um, and just tell you, this is a great, great place to go hunt. And uh, Alan, uh, let's, let's hit your packages real quick here. Um, you know, we got a couple of packages, and uh, if. Folks mentioned our show. Uh, With that, you add an extra hog to each person's package, and that hog will weigh 100 pounds or less, a good meat hog for them. But let's kind of run through the packages.
5: Well, we have two packages, and it's the same amount of hogs you can kill. You can kill four hogs that weigh 150 pounds or less, and those are considered meat hogs. Anything over 150 pounds is considered a trophy. So you can kill four meat hogs uh, or... Two meat hogs and one trophy are just two trophy pigs in these packages. And the packages are, we got a cabin package, which is 750 a person. Uh, and uh, then we got the ranch house is 950 a person. And the difference between the packages is the cabin's nice, and uh, it's a one-room cabin with a uh, kitchenette and grill on the back porch and shower and bathroom and all that. But you furnish your food there in the ranch house. Uh, it's a 3,000-square-foot house, which we remodeled, kind of a, like a lodge ranch house. And uh, we furnished the food for the two days that you're hunting for 950 in
1: person. Absolutely. And let me just tell you, folks, do the ranch house package. Food is awesome and a uh, great place to stay, hang out, hang hey. out. Big screen in there, leather sofa, and all that to hang out and watch a little TV in the evenings or whatever. Uh, or now, hey, it's fun to get out there and do this thermal hunting. So call Alan. He'll work with you, uh, develop you a package that works for you, your group, with dates and times. 940 636 1990. And again, it's lonestarhunts.com. And Alan, uh, Charlie, let's go ahead and bring win up here. We've got win Eubank with us from colorado outdoor sports and when i know you're headed down to see alan here pretty quick how are you bud
0: i'm actually heading down on the uh the last two days of the month and i'm going to back you up on that recommendation you cannot buy a better hog hunt for the money what you get back
1: yep absolutely so
0: um i've done texas in so many different fashions so many different hog hunts what alan provides at the end of the day is
1: top-notch, over-the-top. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with you. And um, and so, um, Alan, um, again, you can work with, you know, num- different numbers of people. They just need to call you and and, and work out, you know, when they want to come and kind of what they want to do if they want to get into the thermal hunting, do some night, uh, yep. daytime hunting. Um, that's something that a lot of places can't offer at all, is just being able to really work out that, all those uh, dynamics for a person.
5: You know, and, and it, it's a fun hunt. I'm gonna guarantee you're gonna see pigs. You're not gonna walk around here and and not see anything. You know, it's your it's your obligation to shoot to kill them. Yeah. But uh, <laughs>
1: you know,
5: you're gonna see you're gonna see them. them. I guarantee you'll have uh, be able to see the pigs.
1: Absolutely. Well, Alan, hey, man, I'm glad we got you on. We'll, we'll put this on our Facebook page right after the show as well. And when those are full, please let us know, and we will let our listeners know. But, folks, again, I'm I'm telling you, uh, this is not overselling in any way. This is the most fun hunt you will ever do in your life. I promise you. And uh, you can reach me on my cell at 720 201 8585 uh, if, you, if you can't get a hold of Alan or something, but get a hold of Alan, get this book, because these dates will not last. And again, Alan's That's number.
5: January 21 to the 25th, uh, right here, come up here yep. pretty, pretty quick.
1: So. Okay, good deal. Yeah. And then the, the other one was uh, March, I mean February?
5: The 25th to the March 1st.
1: To march 1st right that's
5: the two days and then anything during the week that's, sure you know schedule but okay uh, january 21st to the 25th is right here. upon us pretty quick all so right the cancellation we
1: have all right Thank cool you. deal hey win
5: hey, see you in a couple of weeks
0: absolutely buddy i look forward to it all
1: right alan that's Thank alan you. schaffner you, lone star hunts lone star hunts.com hunts. well again i want to get win on too, to talk about colorado outdoor sports and all of us were Quite saddened win when we found out the International Sportsman's Expo was canceled this year. But uh, you decided to uh, go ahead and run your International Sportsman's Expo special. So let's talk about that in Colorado outdoor sports here.
0: So um, when guys want to join the club, um, the show special it normally is if you pay your dues in full or biannually, two payments, we, uh, we knock off the initiation. That's a four hundred and ninety-five dollars savings. Okay. And we offer every form of hunting in Colorado except for the exotics, being mountain lion and moose and goat and sheep, but we've got everything else.
1: All right. Good All right. deal. So let's let's break those payments out. So what would it be then if they pay in full?
0: If they paid in full, yeah. Eleven $1, eighty-five initial okay. uh, dues for a year, ninety-nine dollars a month.
1: All right. And uh, to save the four ninety five, though they they got to pay you the eleven eighty five up front or divide that into two payments. Is that correct? Correct. That uh, is correct. Okay. Or you can do the ninety nine dollars a month, and uh, um, you got the four ninety five there uh, that you don't save. But I'm telling you, when you add all that up, uh, to talk about all that,
0: the, that would be crazy to do because yeah. the, the first <laughs> payment is is the same amount.
1: Sure. No. Absolutely. So, no, great, great deal. And, again, it's Colorado Outdoor Sports. And so, basically, uh, when I'll try to explain it real quick and then correct me or uh, add anything you'd like. But these are not guided hunts in any way. These are strictly giving you access to private property. Right. That is correct okay and um and you know boy i know you had good uh, success last year uh, you know with your turkeys and all but uh to kind of run through it again you've got turkey you've got dove um waterfowl we got dove, fishing we
0: got goose we've got deer we got we got some of the best
1: fishing you can ask for in Colorado okay all right good deal now um as far as the the properties let's talk about you've got some from and let's just say you know from downtown Denver or whatever you want to say, uh, from that area. How close are some of the properties? Hour and a half. Okay. Wow. All right. So 90 minutes away, folks. You can be hunting private land. And, uh, again, I've hunted some of the properties with Wynn, uh, had some great success, and uh, other friends as well. And uh, these are a great, great property. And, when it's an online kind of booking service. So take a minute and explain that on ColoradoOutdoorsports.com. Seven days in advance,
0: you pick a piece of property that you want for you and or your family. It's also a family membership. That's very important to mention. Um, Includes your spouse and your dependents. But use an online reservation system, and seven days in advance, you reserve a spot. It's yours and nobody else's. Um, And it's all online. So if you're the one who pushes the button first, you're the one
1: who gets it. Okay, good deal, and when it comes up time for the draw uh you're very good at uh helping folks kind of uh work uh, I, through that my my
0: My wife goes insane with how many people I talk to during the draw All
1: right. <laughs> <Yeah, okay. laughs> uh, uh but Wynn can help you there uh in that process as well uh but again, great great properties uh, man, not many places you can go and hunt private property than ninety minutes here. Of Denver. So uh, these are a great opportunity for you. You can reach Wynn at 720 300 9400. That's 720 300 9400. You can check out his website, great website, Colorado Outdoorsports.com. And uh, hey, great chance to save 500 bucks here. Folks, for $1,185, you can be a member, and that's with a family membership for private club hunting when again you can't touch that anywhere
0: you cannot yeah and and we and we truly do have some great great hunting properties we're working on growing growing bigger and better you know finding more but uh you know we still got some great ones anyway how long did it take you to kill a deer
1: oh but <laughs> I, I, I needed a stopwatch instead of a watch yeah uh no <laughs> no i'll tell you we, we got into them very very quickly there and uh man it was just you know within an hour or so of getting there on the property you know and these are these okay, an this and is
0: half and you were back at the processor
1: i did yeah. i did
0: cheat i did put you in the number one spot all
1: right well i appreciate that i need all the help i can get <laughs> but it is you know and and we want to explain to people this is all fair chase fair hunting i mean uh, all these i mean these are just just private property.
0: You have to draw your own tags. And, you know, ideally, you need to go scout it all on your own and figure it out because what I've learned over the years is everybody hunts every piece of property differently. I've got guys that think one piece of property is no good. Then I've got three other guys that are calling me and going, man, that piece is so amazing. You got to do this and you got to do that. Yep. You know?
1: So, well that's cool. Well folks again, a great chance to save 500 bucks. This is our International Sportsman's Expo that didn't happen, but you know what wins making it happen for you and giving you that great discount. And uh, again, you can pay the 1185 up front, divide or divide that in two payments and save that initiation fee of 495. Or uh, if that doesn't work out for you and you still want to be a part of it, Wynn can explain all that, $99 a month uh, plus the 500 there, the 495 So, Wynn, hey, man, we appreciate it. And, uh, man, give us a good report when you come back from Lone Star Hunts here in a few weeks.
0: Um, ne- I have never come back from Lone Star without all five of my hogs.
1: Yep, I know, man. It is so awesome.
0: That says as Alan says, if you can shoot, yep. you're going to get your hogs.
1: You will. And once again, those dates that are available, January 21st through the 25th, you can pick any two days of that you want. And uh, and even if you wanted to add a third day and do some more of the thermal hunting, Alan will work all that out with you. He also has February the 25th through March the 1st, and these are never available during this time of year. So I'm telling you, these no, are great no, chance. Never. So give Alan a call, 940-636-1990, hunts.com. So, Wynn, thanks so much, bud. Happy New Year to you. Absolutely.
0: Thank you. All right. Happy New
1: Year. We want to thank all of our guests today, but mostly thank you for being with us on Sportsman of Colorado. And, again, if you missed any part of the show and want to catch it on Sundays, uh, that is from 8 to 9 a.m. or, once again, from 7 to 8 p.m. Hope everyone has a great rest of your day, great weekend, happy New Year. We'll talk to you next week.